Time now for the Longhorn Guys Sports Spectacular with Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, and Mike Kegley. And away we go. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley. The uh, Sports Spectacular is ongoing. Uh, fellas, let's just get right into this. Um, you know, Texas, we've talked about the Longhorns. Everything is right there for them. Uh, taking on BYU this week, um, the Cougars coming in. They're a big underdog as they come into Austin. But, of course, the big story is is Quinn Ewers um, is out. Guys, as we talked about in terms of uh, what Coach Sark has done and and keeping this team, um, you know, on the same level, prepared every week, this is the one thing you can't prepare for, right, that you don't want to prepare for because – You've got this, Brad. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, I, I think obviously it's a it's a hit to any you know when you lose your quarterback, and especially a guy as good as Quinn Ewers, that's that's a that's a killer. But it's not because they have so much talent, uh, you know. Especially when they're playing a team like BYU, BYU, they can run the football, they can, uh, you know, they have a strong defensive line, and they can control the game in that manner. So I, I, I'm not too concerned about this week. But if he can't play for like long term, depending how long it goes out, then you run into some some more difficult games. But yeah, it, it's it's tough when you lose. That's the one position I feel like you just can't afford to to lose your guy. Yeah, this is this is one where Malik Murphy. They got to be glad that they've got him on board. Uh, you know, and then of course you're going to have the the Manning factor watching from the sideline, and 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 that's going to put a little drama into it. But when you looked at that schedule with Quinn Ewers, it was kind of like keep the keep the ship going, and and don't do anything wrong. Now all of a sudden, these games get a little more interesting, and probably a little more interesting than Coach Sark wanted them to be. Yeah, Quinn Ewers, the quarterback, of course, spraining his uh, throwing shoulder late in that game of the win against Houston last week. So as you mentioned, in comes Malik Murphy. And now we bring in uh, our star, uh, Anwar Richardson. He's the columnist for orangeblood.com. Uh, Anwar, good to have you back on, on the show once again. Um, you know, And that's kind of the thing that, that I would think about is that, look, I mean, does Texas still have the talent to run the table? Yes, they do. I mean, we know that. But, um, you know, you mentioned that name that starts with an M. Um, if Anwar, I'm sorry, if, if Malik Murphy doesn't um, get it going, has a couple of bad series, to begin to hear the chance for Arch Manning coming in. I mean, what is that like in terms of their quarterback and the stability you've had so far this season? Well, so there's a couple of things. I know you mentioned the, the name that starts with the M. Let me let mention uh, a word or two words that starts with a T and a P, and it's called transfer portal. OK, and so you can't, you know, if we're going to let's let's start it off by having an adult conversation here right now, which is Malik Murphy is a guy who sat and waited last year. And he's able to do that behind a guy like Quinn Ewers. You can kind of talk about that and justify it in your head uh, as to why he can do that now. He didn't go into the transfer portal after last season. And then when you see that Quinn starts, you realize you probably have to sit another year. Easily could have taken that out. Did not do that. Stays here. Had a very, very good spring game in this earlier this year. Again, would have been a perfect opportunity. Stock's really high. A lot of teams needed some quarterbacks out there. Could have hit the transfer portal. He did not do that. So now you now you have him here. And the, and the goal is to have him compete against Arch Manning for this spot in 2024. You want to have at least two viable quarterbacks. But if you have a short leash with a guy like this, with the transfer portal that's out there, what you're basically saying is that, like, hey, you're good to go. In December, 
Go ahead and pack your bags. Go and see what's on the market. So there is a balance that has to occur here, which is you have to give him a leash long enough where he feels like he's got a shot, not only this year, but in 2024. But if you pull him after his two series, three series, people, anything that's happening, what you've told him is like, hey, man, you're good. We don't need you. But I've got Arch. That's my guy. And then now all of a sudden, if Quinn leaves, Manny goes uh, in the Quinn leaves, Malik goes in the transfer portal, you've got Arch and then somebody else, you know, a guy who's a freshman, and that's it. And so, so there, there is this balancing act. Like that's I was like, let's have the adult conversation here, which is there, there's a balancing act that Sark has to has to figure out, which is I've got to try to keep both of these guys happy, right? You get coaches all the time, they're they're complimenting guys who are uh, you know, sometimes you get this upperclassmen who need to be complimented and have a pats on the back. Sometimes they don't mention guys because they're, they're all scared about the transfer portal. So, but not at the end of the day, Sark's got to win games. So this is a huge juggling act that he has to have. His best case scenario, if you're Sark, is Malik goes out. He does well, maybe not great. You know, I'm not 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 350 yards, four touchdowns, a, a 180 QBR, nothing crazy like that. But he's good enough where he's happy. Arch can say, okay, it makes sense for me to be on the bench. And, every, and you can just hold this thing together, which you hope that Quinn can be back at some point this season. That's what you want. But if he, if somehow, some way Malik struggles and you don't give him a long enough leash, you basically tell him, hey, Seven rolls around after the final season, regular season finale. Feel free to see what's out there. Uh, and now at that point, you know, you're you're Sark, you're, you're really stuck. And then at that point, you may have to look in a transfer portal to find some depth. Uh, and I'm not quite sure how much of a sell job that's going to be when it would be Arch Manning. I don't know how many people, most people who go to a transfer portal are looking for a place to play. Most of them are not looking for a place to be a backup. So how does it change for them with Malik Murphy from Quinn Ewers or from Archman and Quinn Ewers? How does how does their offense change? How does their their mindset change? How does their uh, what they do their game plan change? Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of things. I think when as we to the RPO, you may not see that as much. You know, Malik he's a big guy. I mean, he's 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 six six, about three eighty something. No, no, I said two eighty. Wait, where is that? Hold on. I said 280, that, that it's absolutely wrong. Uh, because that 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 would make him into a, a defensive uh lineman. Six five, two thirty-eight. Excuse me, guys. So six five, two thirty-eight, uh, big guy. I mean, big guy, but he's more of a pocket passer than anything else. And so you'll 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 see him back there. He's got a cannon of an arm. But the thing is, I say about that is that the same things that make you strong in life can also make you weak. Okay. Which is like, it'll use you as an example. Um, You can be very argumentative. That makes you a fantastic attorney. It makes you a horrible husband. Right. And so (laughs) it makes you very strong in one aspect. It makes you very weak in another. Right. And so he's got a very strong arm. And so that's fantastic. You like to see it whipping the ball in. But there's sometimes a ball needs just a little bit of a touch. And he still is throwing fastballs. The thing about Malik that I like is like you can throw the fastball. But I got to see you throw a changeup, man. And so, when if he can go and get that in, in part of his game and not fall in love uh, with just throwing the fastballs, that'd be a certain thing. But I think you know you give up that as far as you know. Okay, a, a quarterback who's still learning 
when you throw certain passes. Um, you know, they they all say he's a leader. He's been a leader behind the scenes. But, you know, you got to be a leader on Saturdays. Like, nobody, any, everybody can bark, you know, you know, in the backyard. It's it's when they let the gate out and you can actually go out in the street. Like, now can you really bark? So can he do that thing on a Saturday? Like, we have that, you know, that's yet to be seen um, as far as that is concerned. And then, you know, can he be a guy that rallies the troops if this team is behind? You know, Texas loses uh, that game to Oklahoma. But Quinn Ewers does what he needs to do at the in the final moments, which is he leads that team down the field. They score. And so o- overall, they should win that game until the defense just gives it up at the very end. So, you know, Quinn Ewers, from a statistical standpoint, ha- has had very a very good season. And so I think you lose a guy that was kind of starting to get into a groove with with his receivers. Uh, he was hitting Xavier Worthy on deep balls, things to that effect. So you that those are things. So I think from a changeup standpoint, if you're Sark, what you have to do is you got to lean on a guy like Jonathan Brooks, you know, who's one of the top running backs in the nation at this moment. Uh, you've got to give him the ball and just say there's there's no need to overthink it. Use him. Use a guy like C.J. Baxter. Um, use a guy like Jatavian Sanders, their tight end, who's one of the better tight ends in the country. You know, use use the safety valves. Um, and they're right now catering a, a game plan that they feel like will work to his strengths. Um, and so I'll see what those strengths are. Um, you know, again, I think he's I think he's going to be good at the short passes for sure. Um, and I think he might be able to do some deep balls. I think the things that are going to be in between might be a little bit of a struggle. Um, but, the, you know, there's also going to be this other thing where smart team, smart coaches are going to look at him and say, young guy hasn't seen a whole lot. Throw a whole bunch of different looks at him and see if you can throw him off. Um, and Sark's got to be that, you know, the thing about Sark is, you know, he's had that, you know, that everyone uses terms loosely and he's got the QB whisperer, you know, moniker, right? Well, because he all the things from dating back to the, the Carson Palmers of the world up into, you know, modern day when he was in, you know, Alabama. Well, this is one of those things where you earn your paycheck, right? If you're if your starting quarterback goes down and you are that guy that can develop QBs, you kind of almost got to be what Lincoln Riley was when he's at Oklahoma. You know, one guy goes out, you got a next guy that's ready to come in and, and step up. And so that's the other thing. Like, this becomes a really big test for start because kind of like what you guys said, and Larry, you were talking about it at the beginning, you know, Texas is sitting at number seven right now. So we're not talking about a four and three team that's just trying to see what happens and try to get through the season. We're still talking about a team that's only got six teams ahead of them that are undefeated. And so as those guys start to lose, like Texas has an opportunity to kind of get into the mix. And so all is not lost, um, you know, for Sarkeesian, all the Longhorns, even though they haven't played well over the past couple of weeks, they're saving graces. It's not really been a dominant college football team this year. So, you know, they've had that opportunity to get get to sneak in there potentially or at least make it close. Um, But Sark's got to figure out a way to make sure there really isn't the huge drop off. There'll be a drop off, obviously, going from uh, from Quinn to Malik. He's just got to make sure they're not going off a cliff uh, as they go into uh, this backup quarterback. Well, that that ability to throw the the the. Power pass kind of reminds me. I think the only person Walter Payton was afraid of was Vince Evans when when Walter Payton had to do a a, a pass play in the flat because he was worried that Vince might kill him with one of those <laughs> fastballs from about four yards away. Yeah. Um, 
the, the interesting thing is, is how is the rest of the team responding? You know, they've got mm-hmm. here, they've got this young quarterback. Are they, are they circling around him or, or how, yeah. you know, how do they feel? He, he has, you guys have been in locker rooms before and you've ever been in a locker room where someone walks past you, you just feel their presence and you just have to turn around and say, what the hell, who the hell is that that just walked in, right? He's that guy. Like I've been in rooms before when he just walked in and you just felt it you, and you look and you see yourself. And of course you see this guy who's 6'6", 238 towering, right? And so at that point you feel that um, commanding voice. Uh, he's a guy that's very, very, very confident. Again, he's a guy that feels like, you know, hey, he felt like he was better than Quinn. Um, it felt like he can beat him out. He feels like he can beat out of Arch Manning. So he doesn't lack confidence at, at all. So I think the team is rallying around him. Uh, they seem to be all excited about him. And I'll tell you like this, they say all the right things. But that being said, show it to me on Saturday. Just show it to me when you when when someone punched you in the chest. Show it to me when you fall down by a touchdown or or ten points or something like that. And now tell me where that confidence is when you're going to see he's going to be a young quarterback. He's going to get rattled at times, like he's going to make a mistake. Like rally around him then. But you know, it, you know, it's that Mike Tyson. Everyone's got that perfect plan until they get punched in the mouth, right? So I, they're saying all the right things now. And I've heard people say all the right things. We do sports for a living, right? Everybody says the right things in interviews. Everyone knows what to say, right? And so they all know what to say. But let's show it to me. Show it to me that that, that you believe in him on, on Saturday and see if you can get by a BYU team. That's not that good. You know, on paper, BYU is not that good of a team. You know, they're they're not, they're not good offensively. Uh, one of the worst worst offenses in the in the Big Twelve. They're not that good defensively. One of the worst defenses in the Big Twelve as well. Uh, they have a, just a, a, a mid quarterback at, at this point, so they're not that good. But at the end of the day. Uh, they can make it interesting. And this defense has not been playing well over the past two games. This defense has played two quarterbacks that have actually had a pulse um, outside of Jalen Monroe in, in week one and week two, and they were able to kind of get him early. Outside of that, this defense was able to take advantage of a bunch of backup quarterbacks. You, you stack the wins the, any way you can, right? No, you don't, you don't, you don't shy away from them. You don't apologize from them. But you also say realistically, when they face a guy like Dylan Gabriel, who was good, maybe not great, but really good. They struggled with him. Last week, they had Donovan Smith for Texas Tech. Again, good, not great. And they struggled with him in the passing game. So, you know, this becomes a thing where if this defense continues its trend that it's had over the past couple of weeks and they're giving up points, and now you're asking your young QB to be the person that kind of lifts you out of that. I have faith in Quinn that can do that. But do they, do you, do, do, can Malik do it? We haven't seen him do it. And can everyone believe that he can do it? We'll see what when it happens. So I would say, like, it's easy to say all the right things on a Monday in a press conference setting, but they have to do it when the bullets are flying. His name is Onward Richardson, columnist for OrangeBlood.com. My friend, we always appreciate your insights. Enjoy the game on Saturday. All right, you guys take care. Thanks for having me on. All right, thanks so much, Onward Richardson. Again, columnist, OrangeBlood. He even gives marital advice, Larry. I he know. Even gave marital advice. I mean, that's I like Bonus. that's like deep stuff. Yeah, he's not just. I mean, it's it's he, he's it's he's not a, just sports. Full service columnist. Full service. He's a five-tool five player. That's he really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Uh, next time he's going to give us his favorite recipes uh, for Sunday dinner. Uh, Texas trying to go to seven and one, four and one in the Big Twelve. They take on BYU. Uh, Two thirty kickoff uh, local time on ABC. All right, we got more to come. <laughs> Listen, 
Stay with us. We will try to be as entertaining as Anwar was. Uh, no, but we've got more in this game coming up. We'll hear from some players and coaches. Stay with us. That's coming up. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-215-0341 800-215-0341 That's 800-215-0341 Hey, right back here on the show. Uh, let's talk a little, a little World Series, uh, right? We've got that going. Um, Rangers, D-backs. Uh, the biggest loser was Mattress, Mattress Mac. He's the Houston multi-multi-millionaire who always puts the giant bids, right? The giant uh, bets uh, on the Astros. Um, Astros failed to reach the World Series. As a result, uh, Mattress Mac, Jim McInvale is his name, lost uh, about $8 million on that. That's what he lost. That's tough. I, you know, I didn't, luckily, if he'd let me do his picks for him, he, he'd do yeah. a lot better. See, yeah. and, and obviously, you know, he'd be, then he'd be millionaire, billionaire Mattress Mac instead of millionaire Mattress Mac. Yeah. And, and so thus the price of Serta mattresses went up by $50 a piece in the Houston <laughs> area. <laughs> exactly. Oh, by the way, he had they won, uh, he might have won like, uh, $51 million that the Astros had won at all. So, yeah, well, I've got plenty of stories like that. <laughs> well, exactly. Every, every well, week uh, in the lottery, yeah. if, my, if they would have drawn my numbers, I would have won. You know, I've, I've come so close. I, I, I one time got the Powerball, the 1.5 billion. If they just had the other five numbers, I'd have won. <laughs> <laughs> he wears a jersey that on the back says, if only. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so my woulda coulda shoulda jersey that's right I, I i did back when it was just a lotto and the nose powerball mike i i got five numbers one time five out of six i got like it was like thirty three hundred dollars or something like that it was awesome yeah and i went and blew it on crap so there you go oh i thought you said crack <laughs> oh, crap. wow crap Mine's crack, crap. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, the World Series of Dice, grits and gravy. <laughs> what yeah. seventy-seven sevens in a row? Let's find out what he did with the money. Bought my mama a house. Spent the rest on pay, say, pay. <laughs> loves his mama. Loves his PCP. Uh, staying down in Texas, Olympian Mary Lou Retton. Great story here, guys. The Olympic legend from the eighty-four games in LA. Um, you know she's been really, really ill, but she's out of the hospital. How about the donations? Four hundred fifty thousand dollars in donations. Uh, people reached out for uh, Mary Retina. She was fighting for her life in the ACE ICU. She's now at home recovering from this uh, rare form of pneumonia. Just a, it's a great story that she's back at home. See, most people remember Mary Retton from being in in the Olympics in '84. I remember her for doing flips and Scrooged with yeah. Bill Murray. 
So there you go. So we all have our own yeah. Mary Lou Retton memories. Yeah. And, and I don't really remember from, from the Olympics because if I don't watch a sport for four years, I don't obsessively watch it for three weeks straight. So I never watched her in the Olympics, but I did watch Scrooge. So I do remember that, Brad. Thank Aren't you, you the ray of sunshine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I never saw the U.S. hockey team. I saw that later on, you know, because I, I I don't watch hockey, so I never saw that. Yeah, she's she's not a wrestler, therefore he doesn't he doesn't know. Yeah, you know why isn't pro wrestling an Olympic sport? Oh, really? Oh God! <laughs> wait, wait, fake, Right. What's her stage name? What's her stage? Oh, I don't know who she is. Yeah, exa- uh, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> college football, Brian Kelly. Uh, stumbling his way into a $500,000 bonus. All LSU had to do is become bowl eligible, win six games, and Kelly got a half million dollar check. Thank you very much. And if they hadn't become bowl eligible, he got a large buyout. <laughs> He'd have been gone, right? <laughs> That's what happens at LSU. So. Really? So he lost. He's a loser, right? Yeah, yeah he, lost, he lost money on this deal. <laughs> yeah, well, I, Brian Kelly giveth and Brian Kelly taketh away. But I mean, look, the bottom line is, is if if they go on a hot streak, they could make the people in SEC headquarters so angry if they could somehow beat Alabama and then go to the SEC championship game and then beat Georgia and then not qualify for the national title. <laughs> it would be hilarious for those people who don't like Brian Kelly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, I, w- I want to get this one in. Up in Michigan, they are applying for liquor licenses for games uh, for this season for basketball and hockey, and in the future for football. Um, Michigan State already does it. A lot of Power Five schools do it, and uh, they got permission earlier this week from their, you know, their board to move forward. So uh, drinks for everyone up in Ann Arbor. You you hope there's when they're looking trying to steal the signs from across the the way they can still see straight. That'll be the hard part. Or maybe they're hoping that they won't be able to see straight. They won't be able to catch them stealing signs in the future. Yeah, there's going to be a whole line of jokes when this one comes out. Twitter should be a a, a light when we start seeing the alcohol at those Michigan games. That'll be a lot of fun. Because <laughs> the internet always wins. You know yes, that. Yes, it does. By the way, it's almost Christmas. Go see Scrooge again. Call it up. Classic. Awesome. Bill Murray, love it. More after this. And watch Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 425 1161. 800 
actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 800-413-7158. 800-413-7158. That's 800-413-7158. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 877-927-3380. 877-927-3380. That's 877-927-3380. Listening to the Longhorn Guys Radio Network. All right, back here, Longhorn Guys, Sports Spectacular, Larry, Brad, and Mike. Um, you know, let's get back to talking about this, uh, the quarterback situation here. Longhorn's about to take on BYU. Um, you know, we heard uh, earlier in the show, Anwar Richardson had some great uh, thoughts on this in terms of the quarterback. And guys, I, he's exactly right. What a, and he he put it. I thought. Perfectly. What a delicate balancing act for Steve Sarkeesian that you got Malik Murphy. You've got to keep him happy, happy. You've also got to keep Arch Manning happy. I mean, you want to find a way to have both these guys uh, still on your roster, um, not only come spring, but but come summer when you, when you open camp in August to keep both these guys there. Manning, of course, the NIL deal, um, you know, he looks like he may redshirt this year, but I think you end up seeing kind of both these guys getting some snaps just to kind of keep them both engaged. It's just my thought. Yeah, you have to keep these guys happy. Obviously, Arch Manning, I, he's got a great pedigree, and I think his family's going to understand the process, right? So they understand what's going to happen here. Um, and, but, you know, if he doesn't start next year, you might see a situation where he says, yeah, I'm, I'm out. But for for Murphy, if you skip him and you go to Manning and then he's behind Manning, I don't think he's sticking around, right? I mean, he may stick around if he's not behind him. and If he's behind him next August, he'll stick around another year. But so yeah, you got to keep him happy, and this is the transfer portal. These are the 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 dances that these coaches have to do to keep guys happy and keep them around because clearly he's got you know three really talented quarterbacks, one who's older and more veteran, and the other two are competing for the backup spot. Yeah, and you never know what you need. You know that's the the interesting thing is is people are like, well, you know, pick one and go with them. But in today's world, you just, you need a couple guys and you might even need three. So I, I think they've got to play a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of Texas Hold'em here and, and make sure you get, you know, the, all of them out there. And, and, you know, ultimately I think Manning can, can wait a little bit. And I think he understands that. And then the physical differences, 
between these two players, particularly Manning as a freshman, um, you know, not just not being comparable. Um, I, I think that's where you you just I think it, it works out well. Get your thoughts on the dynamic of of being Arch Manning. To your point, um, you know, I think so many people when he was coming out of uh, New Orleans, and of course, you know, highly sought after. Not only because he's very talented, but he's a five star, and he's he's a Manning, right? Um, you know, I think that so many fans were like, "Oh my goodness, Arch Manning's going to go where he can play right away." I mean, you know, we saw him all. You know, he was a Georgia, he was a Texas. I mean, you know, he's a recruit that you would see in the stands. You don't normally see recruits on national TV on CBS or you know, on Fox or ESPN or FS1 or whatever, but you saw Arch Manning wherever he was, there he was with a family. But I think this dynamic in terms of having a grandfather who is a legend, having uh, two uncles a legend, and having a dad who is an incredible athlete in his own right before he had to shut it down because of injury, but also um, was very successful in his own right in a chosen field outside of football. Um, So, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that every young man is, you know, other than Arch Man is going to go after the mega dollars. I'm not saying that. Um, you know, look, what young you know guy doesn't like you know wouldn't like to be called a millionaire. Um, but at the same time, I think that you know is it is it different for him in terms of the psyche? And Brad, you kind of alluded to this. He understands the process. I mean, you know, Peyton came in was not the starter when he was a freshman. Um, I, I think he might have been third string at Tennessee. Um, Eli got more attention because of of Peyton. But again, these guys kind of had to wait their turn. Um, is there a more mature or a different approach because his last name is Manning than, than maybe otherwise? Yeah, I, I totally think so. I mean, I, and the other thing is it's not like he's sitting there, you know, that's the other thing. You're much more happy staying in the place you are when you're getting a million dollars or whatever it is. So, I mean, but I eh, your point. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, I would probably do, I don't know, some, I don't know, come crazy radio show for a million dollars a year. Not with you lovely guys. So, I mean, you know, so, but, um, but so I look at Arch Manning, I think that's part of, but he does have that background. He has people telling him, Hey, listen, you got to be in college for three years. Anyway, take your time, trust the process. Your opportunity is going to come when it comes, take advantage. And I think they understand that. Yeah. And, and I think also the understanding of the process that it takes time to develop skills it takes practice. It takes physical training. It takes, you know, that that dedication to learn the playbook, I think, comes from, you know, being in a family that has the that number of professional athletes in it. And it does lend you to a little bit of patience because you've seen it work with your family. And I think that's also a big deal. You also have those people whispering in your ear as well saying, hey, I didn't start at Tennessee right away, et cetera. Those are, those are really important people to have in your life as opposed to people who are like, oh, you need to get out of there. Your coach is an idiot, that type of thing. And, you know, anybody who's dealt with kids knows that it's not the kid who's generally the issue. It's the people around the kid that drive you crazy. Yeah. And, and in this case, I mean, you know, if, if, if nothing, the Mannings, uh, one of the coolest families in sports, I mean, you know, you spend some time with Archie Manning and you can't help but but love the guy, you know, and, and uh, you know, what his family has done. And to your point, um, look, has anybody had a greater set of mentors in his life than Arch Manning with you know, four yeah, people right there to your point making the decision? And I think you're right. It's one of those where, um, you know, like you said, trust the process. Um, and I think at the same time, 
they I'm sure they went through embedded the way they wanted to see him develop. Right. Not just what other people say or what the experts say you are. But, you know, like you said, I mean, you've you've got, you know, three Hall of Famers and a really talented, really smart dad in your corner. Yeah, it's never a bad thing. Right. And the worst case scenario can go on, like, do a TV show like, you know, the Manning you do episodes with Peyton. And you know, it can be like the guest guest host with for Eli or whatever. So, by the way, so you know, speaking of that, like you know, I, I got to meet Eli. He's off. He's hilarious too. He's really cool. I met him last year in New York. I was covering the coaches versus cancer game, and he was actually doing a, a football spot there at the Rockefeller Center. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, so I, I think he's got a great support system, great system in place. And you know, if the worst thing that Texas has to do is put in a really really ultra talented quarterbacks. Gosh, it must be rough, right? To have to play these guys. Yeah, this is or, this is definitely or Longhorns. A, this is definitely a first world problem when it you is. have to worry about. Gosh darn, we have so many talented quarterbacks. What must we do? Um, and, and I think balancing it, Sark is pretty good at dealing with the quarterback position and playing it at Austin with the NIL dollars available probably makes it um, really. You know, that's why Malik's there this year. Um, and I and I would assume they've got a a plan in place to make sure that this rolls over into next season. And and what a great embarrassment of riches it is for the Longhorns to have that at the most important uh, position on the field. Well, Longhorns won the battle, you know, last year for Arch Manning. Just this week, they won the battle for a guy that Manning may be throwing to one day, and Murphy as well. Ryan Wingo, five-star wide receiver uh, out of the St. Louis area earlier this week, uh, making his commitment to the Longhorns, the number two wide receiver in the country in this current senior class. Uh, did the whole, you know, the whole show with the hats and all that stuff, uh, whatever. Here's Ryan Wingo earlier this week uh, talking about uh, his decision. He was in. He wanted to go play somewhere when they get in the, the receivers the ball and they got the quarterback. So let's do it. What is the University of Texas getting in Ryan Wingo when he arrives on campus? Are they getting a hall record from 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 St. Louis? You know, uh, I gotta put on for St. Louis while I'm up there. So you know, they getting a hall record. They're gonna come in and try to compete from the start. Ryan Wingo is extremely talented. I mean, he is a legit potential star at the collegiate level and probably in the NFL too. But the funniest thing from this, from that whole press conference was later on. So talking to his dad after the fact and talking to him, his dad said, dad said, well, you know, yeah, he's, he's definitely, he's committed to Texas, but signing day is not till December 20th. So a lot of things can happen between now and then. So it's, so Missouri's like Missouri fans like what 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 we get we got a chance and so yeah so it's always entertaining recruiting is like we always say recruiting is fluid yeah and and I always wonder anytime I see a really good wide receiver that doesn't sign with Ohio State you wonder like what happened because they seem like yeah they all go there now um but maybe you know with the quarterbacks that are lined up down in Texas that's also a recruiting um attraction and people don't think enough, like, you know, you got, you got a couple good QBs down there. Prospective wide receivers want to show off their skills too. And having, you know, a couple good quarterbacks in the, in the pipeline has to be very attractive to them to decide to go become a Longhorn. Yeah. Uh, Texas wins this battle for now. Uh, the other uh, schools in his top five, obviously the local Missouri 
Georgia, Ole Miss, and yes, Coach Prime's Colorado Buffaloes. Um, but again, like you said, he's committed to Texas for now, and we'll see if that sticks. More to come after this. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-613-8053. 800-613-8053. That's 800-613-8053. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-448-0828 That's 800-448-0828 Uh, looking around uh, college football, there is one name missing among the hierarchy after uh, a dozen consecutive 10-win seasons. Uh, Clemson, unless they run the table and get a win in a bowl game, they're gonna that streak's gonna come to an end. Um, guys, the Tigers just just four and three, um, two and three in in conference play, and to put that in perspective, three losses already. They haven't had three total losses. You've got to go combine the last. Five seasons to get three ACC losses in the Clemson program. I mean, the, the wheels have really come off. Preseason, they were ninth. They, they're nowhere close to being ranked right now. So what's the difference? Well, there are two things. The transfer portal and NIL. Dabo doesn't want to use the transfer portal. And he doesn't want to pay NIL because he doesn't think that kids should be getting it. And so it's that simple. If you don't do those two things, you're not keeping up with the Joneses. And they're still recruiting at a high level. Let's be honest. This team is still, he is still recruited very well um, as top 10 classes year after year after year, but and top five many years. But it's not enough because you can't, other guys are bringing in 22 and 23 year old kids to fill a hole. He's trying to plug in an 18 year old freshman and there's going to be mistakes. Then the other side is, he's missing out on kids because they aren't paying NIL money that other schools are. And it's not like they don't have it. They just choose not to use it. Yeah. I think ultimately I will never understand why if something is, is legal within the recruiting world, why you would choose not to use it. It it doesn't make any sense to me your personal moral values on it or your personal opinions are irrelevant. Your job as a coach is to use uh, your choice of tools to, to put together the best team possible. And if you're not willing to use all the tools, um, 
then you're not only hamstringing your team's success, but those players who are on the team, you're putting them at a disadvantage. I, I don't, I don't understand. It's um, it's really hard to believe. Um, but let's listen in to Dobble this week, and fo- folks, he just doesn't sound happy. I don't know why. I really don't. I mean, but I, I mean, I, I don't know why. I mean, we're in position to win. I mean, I, y'all watch the games. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's uh, it's it's. So been, again, I, those of you around here in 2010, that's the only thing I can kind of equate it to. In, in 21, we were four and three, but we weren't very good, right? We weren't near as good as this team in, in 21. Well, that team responded, right, and went on, and I think we finished 10 and three, and and uh, you know finished strong. That team, but this team is this team's more talented than that team, and this team is in position to win. We had a couple, we we, we got a couple games that got our butt handed to us. This team is. Been in position to win every game. It's been in position to win every single game we've played, and we just—I don't have an answer. I don't. I mean, all I can tell you, you know, the only thing I can tell you is what I tell myself, and that is, you know, that sometimes things don't go the way you plan them, right? I mean, I love our players. I mean, you know, there's nobody, nobody that wants it more than Will Shipley, uh, but we got to take care of the ball, and we got to finish. So I don't know why, but I do know that I do know that God never says oops. That's what I believe, and we just have to keep grinding. And again, better days ahead. This is a this is a this is a hell of a season that we're in the middle of right now, and it's just disappointing as crap. Because I mean, we have a really good team. We have a really good football team, and we are in position to win every game. And we're just. I got to help these guys find a way to to stop making some of these. Interestingly enough, he's talking about how, you know, the expectations have gotten too high and maybe we need to lose some games so people understand. I, I don't think that's the answer. I think the answer is to continue to keep yourself at a high level. I think he gets it. But he's also trying to alleviate some of the pressure. What's there? Because there's got to be a lot of pressure based on where they were and where they are now. Yeah, and I think human beings rationalize behavior, and and I think he's probably going through some of that. At some point, he's going to have to accept either if you don't want to use those tools, then learn to embrace, you know, seven and four, you know, uh, seven and five or six and six records. I mean, there's no sin in doing that. I don't know if you can keep your job, but that's what you get if you're not going to be trying to use the transfer portal or NIL funds. Yeah, it's just incredible. Uh, one more loss and would be the fourth in ACC play that would tie uh, the most for this program uh, since Dobble became their head coach. Talking about Clemson. Back with more after this. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-816-4492. 800-816-4492. That's 800-816-4492. Uh, 
the legendary late Larry Munson with the iconic call, Baloo to Scott uh, in that Georgia-Florida game back when they called it the world's largest cocktail party. They don't anymore, and, and we're, all, we're all for that. Uh, okay, time now here into the show to get your picks. Florida and number one, Georgia. Brad Sturdy, who you got? Man, I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. I, I, it's, I can't pick against Georgia, though. I, I really, I'm, I was thinking Florida, but I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. Yeah, and I, I don't think this is going to be close. I think Georgia is going to, I think the closest it's going to be is 0-0, and I think Georgia is going to win this with relative ease, you know, 14 points, something along those lines. So you're giving me the points? For the money that we put on the table, yes. i've got to go with you that brad i'm with you i i want to pick florida in this uh but i just think george at the end um you know they've got too much if this were in gainesville um i might feel differently but it's not and uh, so i'm going to go bulldogs to go eight and no and uh, win this series again great one out at the pac-12 and no it does not involve usc uh who thought we would say that back in august uh oregon at utah the, the Utes, Utes, the reigning Pac-12 champions trying to win the league and you know, possibly it's it's last year. Yeah, I, I'm going with Oregon here. I just, I, I think that, uh, you know, Bo Nix is going to lead them to this win. I think he's played really well this year. Probably one of those unsung guys when you talk to, you know, depending on how things shake out, 19 TDs, one interception so far. I think he, that he leads them to this win over a Utah defense that's very good, though. I'm going to go with the pig farmer at quarterback. I like Utah. I think uh, Whittingham is one of the better coaches in college football, and I think Utah at home is going to be victorious. I like what Utah's done with their starting quarterback, Cam Rising, out. I mean, you know, who would have thought they would have done this, right, this season? With the backup quarterback, I'm going with the Utes as well uh, in this one. Um, I think Oregon again with Bo Nix, uh, they've had an outstanding season. What a year for the Pac-12, and I'm going Utah uh, in this one. All right, uh, let's go to the Big Ten now. Ohio State cruising right along. They're at Wisconsin, which found a way to get the win last week on the road uh, at Illinois. Uh, Buckeyes or Badgers? Buckeyes. No analysis needed. Marvin Harrison Jr. is my is now my Heisman choice. So go Bucks. Yeah, Buckeye's going to win this. There's going to be no referee to disqualify Harrison in the middle of the game. Although <laughs> that that might be their only chance. That's how they got Illinois with uh, with uh, Newton, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of a no-brainer. Ohio State uh, at, at Wisconsin, I take the Buckeyes in this one as well. By the way, we should point out, uh, all of us went 3-0 and um, last week. That clearly won't happen now with us making uh, different picks. Brad Sturdy, have you missed a game? This one season? this Just year. One. Okay. One, 17 and one. Not that I'm counting. No, not, no, you're not at all. So We're I did. rapidly getting to as high as he can go though. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> coming, coming soon. Sturdypicks.com. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe so. Uh, is it, the rumor is that he's contacted Jamie Foxx to do his ads for him. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so you know, you're now betting with the king of sports books, Brad Sturdy, yeah. sturdypicks.com. Um, <laughs> hey guys, as always, it's uh, more fun than we deserve, and hopefully, you enjoyed it as well. We appreciate all of our guests who stopped by today. Be sure to enjoy the games, enjoy the weekend, and be safe. We'll see you right back here, same place, same time next week. 
for Brad and Mike. I'm Larry. For all the guys here, thanks. We'll see you. The preceding program is a product of Rise Above Productions and Revision Sound. Join us next week for the latest edition of the Longhorn Guys Sports Spectacular.